0: Again, welcome everyone to another one of our podcasts with uh, Mr. Former World Number One Ivan Lendl, Former World Number One Boris Becker, Former World Number One from the city, John McEnroe.
2: Former World Number One Mats Mats Vilanda. This is is one (laughs)
0: time when I don't mind being the worst player in this room. I'll take that, that's no problem. Um, Today we're going to try and be as mean as you possibly can be without being mean. That lasts. H- how do you do that? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to show you. So uh, we're going to start off by, because John was there, I'm going to start off by asking you, Ivan. In uh, '86 or '87, we played an exhibition in Barcelona. Yes. I had arrived from New York City. I had just met right. my wife. I checked my rackets and my clothes and my everything in. I didn't have anything. First and mistake. W- first mistake. That was a, that was a <laughs> rookie mistake. And we played. And um, I didn't have a racket, and we started playing, and you were kicking my butt so badly. Six love, one love, two love, four love to you. Game point for me, I certain came in. I thought, you're going to chip one so I can win the game now. Five love, six love, six love.
2: <laughs> Let me b- pretend to be Ivan. What's your question?
0: <laughs> my question <laughs> is, what was your mindset? Why did you think, um, what would, What were the benefits for you trying to beat me? Six love, six so love, were you on a roll? So,
3: uh It goes to the week before, uh, when I was in Hamburg, my first clay court tournament. And I was playing terrible. (laughs) I was playing so bad. I was uh, playing in the quarters. I was playing Terry Tulan. And it was heavy and slow and wet. And he was beating me. He was serving for the match at 5-4 in the second and 6-5 in the second. And somehow I won. (laughs) The next day, I'm playing Kent Carlson. Of Sweden and same thing he just runs and runs and runs and he's leading 6-3-5-3 and I can't put four balls in the court in the row and answer the question well (laughs) just learn some patience John it helps you so I was really struggling with my game next day in the finals I'm going to play Machir, your buddy and I'm going to get killed that's what you thought that's what I thought because I couldn't hit literally couldn't hit a winner couldn't hit three balls in the row and somehow I woke up and played great, won 1, 1 and 3. That's Sunday. Then I fly to Barcelona and you and I play on Monday. And as all the players, you're never certain when it's there. And I was afraid it's going to leave me. So I played as hard as I could. Yes. And I had <laughs> yes. no idea no idea that you didn't have your racket
0: right.
3: and Kay. all that. And so I just wanted to keep that form going into the French. But I had the same experience with John, which John doesn't know. We played in Hong Kong one year and I lost my rackets. And I went to, into a store and bought three Aridas rackets, strung them with something they had, and John beat me 7 5 in the fifth in an exhibition.
2: Well, here's the difference though. Yes. You see, I was up 6 3, 6 3, 5 3. And someone you just came couldn't up, close so, it? Someone came on the court <laughs> and they said, Did you know that Yvonne lost his rackets <laughs> and didn't, you know, he, he just had to get some rackets in a store? I go, No, you got to be kidding. So I decided to throw the third mm. and fourth sets well, that, bars that, that I in order that. to make the people of the Hong Kong fans happy. I, I okay? appreciate
3: <laughs> it, but obviously you had a better agent than I did because my agent didn't come on the court and tell me Mats didn't have his rackets.
2: <laughs> so the next morning I get a phone call from you. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just finish, okay? Yes. Uh, just ask one other question about this. Let's say that he di- you didn't know he didn't have his rackets, okay? Let's say he had his rackets and it's 6.040. In an exhibition, and it's game point for him. The question is, why didn't you give him a game there? Because he could come back. This
3: That's the problem. Who is the
2: guy that said you can't be serious? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a possibility. That's a possibility. Uh, but i anyway.
2: wouldn't do that, though. You know, if if he knew that, no, uh, I do uh, that. N- well None well of us now would Now I know do th- it. Okay. Now <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you, you didn't you know might. that back then. <laughs> no, I would
0: have sensed that you gave me a game. But anyway, to end the story, the following day, you call me and you ask me if I want to practice. I said. I don't have any rackets. I don't want to practice because yeah. it's not my rackets. Right. And I lost to him 7-5 in the third, I think. Oh, I so wonder. 7-5 <laughs> in the third. <laughs> now, of course, bit. he was a yes. much
2: better clay court player yeah. than yeah. I was. Yeah. But see, you know, you got to be, you know, keep John, this Is that your going. best win on clay? It's one of my best wins. Okay. I did, believe it or not, beat you in the juniors. And uh, do you remember the match of the French juniors where played? 6-7-6. I, I, think, I think possibly uh, you could say... You I won the battle and you won the war since you beat me in the french open final a uh, couple uh, and, and uh, uh, two and other times yeah. uh, uh, well i w-
3: don't know if you can win the battle and uh, lose the war but uh yeah i, I was not happy losing
2: Ta- well, i don't think any of us <laughs> were
0: tell me uh, about, uh you two um
2: i have cl- a story uh, oh what, on clay. oh no i just want to know uh, on we didn't one play one on, clay.
0: on clay on clay no but when you guys went to play on clay Obviously, it came very natural to us. I'm sure it came natural to you to play on clay, because you kind of grew up on clay. Me too. Yeah, you grew up on clay. I grew up on clay. How stubborn were the two of you to try and play clay court tennis from the back, and now do you possibly regret not coming forwards more, or did you play the way you want to play? Like we serve in volley on grass, and now well, I'm thinking you, you I was You may stupid. not believe
2: this, Mats, but in, when I was in the juniors, the only tournaments I won in in juniors were clay court events: the 16 and 18 under clay courts, the Orange Bowl, the Banana Bowl, and the French Open juniors were the only tournaments I ever went. All five of them were on clay. So I actually thought of myself as a clay court player. And then, uh, and with the same style. I mean, yeah. Chip and in and serve I think I was a little played? more of a pusher then. Okay. You know I didn't I, you know I didn't attack as much. You, I was just you okay. know try to get the ball back, the war of attrition. You know, okay. I played a guy once, uh, this isn't related to this, but in the twelve and unders I played a match in the cl- in the national clay courts and the guy came out and he moonballed every ball. And I, there's nothing you can do at that age. Yeah. You know, you don't serve big enough, you can't get to the net. So the first set it was six three. You know how long it took? An hour. Three hours. No one set three hours and then he luckily Did you win that set i won six three i three uh, hours. i hated every minute of it but wow. like i figured he hated it more yeah so um and then he changed his tactics and i beat him six two in 20 minutes now you go to 77 which is the last year that i had this run on clay courts after that the u.s open the hard courts uh, all these summer events changed the hard courts and then i went to stanford and that's where they played on a much faster hard court so all of a sudden sort of my eyes lit up hey wait a minute i like to aggressive and yeah. attack that is the style i prefer playing and now all of a sudden they've got s- a situation where the courts are becoming faster you know matt's from uh, stockholm the first time uh, i don't know what the year ivan you played stockholm yes right? i did a couple times uh the first year i played there in 1978 i played your uh, I, I think your idol bjorn borg or yes, a lot you of did. yeah it
0: was fast really tile
2: fast. they played on tile then i was, was like quick. this is crazy the, you know the, can we please play all events on this but so the courts were fast. So I adjusted my game and changed my game, which made it more difficult for me to be able to do it as easily on clay. Yes. Bars, your turn. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm you're taking no, no,
0: your no. time. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: no. Um, I was uh, born and raised on clay in Germany. And because of the winter, we played on carpet indoors. So I played on clay on carpet, you couldn't get more different Very close in speeds, those two. Yeah, very, very close. <laughs> and so I started winning on clay, actually, in the juniors. Everything under 16, I was the Orange Bowl final. Mm-hmm. Didn't win it, but I was, you know, I was very good on clay. And I, I felt like I played the way I wanted to play in order to win. It's just my first success came on the grass. I really don't know until now why it was on grass. Obviously, the power deserved, But... So when I played on clay afterwards, I, I thought I was playing the best possible clay court tennis. It just wasn't successful because you were better on clay and you were better on clay and maybe a couple more guys were better on clay because of, uh, you know, your, your natural style really suited against me on clay.
3: You see, the difference is you had indoor courts, we didn't. Yeah. So I didn't get messed up, but that, yeah. that surface, the carpet was called Voltex. Was that invented yeah. in Sweden? That's
0: b- invented in Sweden, yes.
3: Well, well, thank you very much for that.
1: Yeah, I, I love playing on Baltics. No kidding. And, and maybe that's <laughs> my that's my heritage of why I liked the grass because it felt very natural. You uh, me too i thought i was a you know a slow baseline but i had a lot of power but i never really came if to if you net. had a
3: big serve on vortex can it ever come back
2: yeah, but i wasn't serving big in the juniors that's okay. my point i was serving what do you serve. mean you were 17 when you won wimbledon at 15 you should have seen me a when 15. I, was served. I was actually supposed to play you the year before at wimbledon when you hurt your ankle exactly but i wasn't in a big server I then was an 84. in the third round yeah. He played Bill, Bill Scanlon, Scanlon yeah. in the it's third right. round and he was carried off the court and they, I played the winner of that match. Yeah. I said, who yeah. is this 16-year-old yeah. at the time? Yeah, but then I wasn't serving that big
1: yet. Right. It was a 3 it was pretty quarter Yeah, me. Yeah, but it was, I changed my, my service motion. I, I changed my attitude, how I wanted to play on grass, and I think that made a difference. It I wasn't, have a c- it oh, wasn't necessarily that on clay I was stubborn and I, I just couldn't play better.
3: Right. right. Are, are you saying you were not stubborn?
1: Of course, but he wasn't (laughs)
2: stubborn of, (laughs) I I have to show them that I can play. Well, he
3: said we're supposed to be nasty, so I'm just asking a question. I have a question for Matt. It's
2: not nasty, but it was a question I've uh, long wanted to ask, uh, because we're friends. In the old days, I'd hear you. I mean, obviously at 17, it made more sense. But even when you were winning and becoming one of the best players in the world and winning Grand Slams, multiple Grand Slams, I'd hear you at certain events, major events, and before the event, you they would say, what do you think about your chances? And you would always say, I have no chance of winning. No chance of winning this tournament. My question is, why did you say that knowing damn well you did have a <laughs> chance to win these tournaments?
0: Um, I have heard that I have said that too. Um, I know Jimmy Connors got upset when I said something, I don't really care about being number one in the world. I think that I actually, not sure, did I say that
2: at the French Open? You said that at all the majors, really? including even, uh, I, I can't, I, I don't have it on, yeah. wait, hold on, let's go to the videotape. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know it reason? seemed like that you went and said that, to me, it was sort of, we all had pressure to try to figure sure. out the ways to win it at all the events, and to me, it heaped on more pressure on the people that, you were like, we have no chance, They know. oh, it turned to Yvonne, or turned to me, or turned to bars, and then you sort of, we felt like, Speaking for the three of us, you slid in the back door on us.
0: I would say that I was trying to defec- deflect uh, p- pressure for sure. Um, mm. I also thought that um, tennis was not a popularity contest, so I didn't feel any reason to s- have long answers in the press conference, get out of there as quickly as possible, don't give away anything, and uh, why am I doing this anyway? But It's isn't that complete the complete opposite of what I want players to give to me today, but in my day it was just, yeah, I think I was just trying to deflect pressure and I really don't care.
2: But isn't that a problem? Thing? I
0: never had the confidence Um Did you believe issue. that you were good? Yeah, you were- I believe I could because win. Because I think there's yeah. a
2: responsibility to the tour. And, sure. you know, if, if one of your top players is saying, I don't think I can win, then people are, like, be, 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 a bit bewildered. Yeah, but I would isn't say isn't
0: that, yeah, so yeah. I was horrendous. And I it was horrendous as a... Ivan? What's <laughs> wrong with these guys here? No, but I didn't realize so I didn't know that you was were supposed like this, to be uh, sort of... Good for the tour and talk positive. I was just playing tennis and I hate losing and I'm trying to improve. That's it. I didn't really see the big picture. I didn't see the necessity for the big picture. You mentioned. Where you guys were stars and that was not really. Do you
1: see why we were pissed at the defensive? Unless he was on the clay court at the French Open. He's getting nasty. He's getting defensive. My question popularity contest today. Isn't that what the young guys are doing wrong? You were absolutely right of not giving it away back in the day. That was your strategy. Yeah. And that's the reason some of us have underestimated. I certainly didn't. But isn't it a problem of the 20 years today of saying how good and great and beautiful they are and then they go on the court and they can't deliver? Should they be a little bit more nasty nowadays and not give, not please everybody? Obviously, working in the media, it would backfire on, on some interviews that we all have. But isn't it smarter to really... Keep your cards close to your chest yeah well i mean they're so sheltered today compared to when we i mean give me the
0: worst thing that you guys have done uh because your agent might have not said i mean i remember we did a commercial in japan for you really want to talk about about it. Yeah, something that was <laughs> i mean that was I never so th- painful <laughs> yes <Yeah>, so t- <laughs> that was something so painful t- tell me why it was I so painful I
3: it was so painful i'm not talking about it okay You're dancing
2: we were dancing <laughs>
3: Is that what you call it?
2: (laughs) I have a question then for Boris, okay, speaking, since he's all so upset. And here's another thing that me as a group of three, maybe they'll disagree. There seemed to be, and I brought it out and got ridiculed for it in a match that we played way back in 1989 in Paris, where you seem to have a habit of coughing but it always seemed to happen on break point when we were break point down never happened o- o- earlier only
3: between first and second serves
2: and on, and and usually if not always between first and second serves okay i usually stop and things. And, 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 and so i s- decided that i was going to show how lame this was that what you were doing and how much of it was it predetermined in my book that every time you would cough i was going to cough and so i started doing that and i and, you know you go <coughs> and i go <coughs> And did, you did that about ten times the first seven games. It was 4-3. You looked up to me and you said to me, John, take it easy, man. I got a cold. And I said you've had it for four years. Yeah. <laughs> here's my question. Was that premeditated? Are you going to sit there and look in that camera right now and tell me that you just had a cold? Of
1: course it was premeditated. <laughs> of course I was
2: looking. How weak is that, man? Well, I, I was, I, I was looking. That's why my record was so bad. My brandy. question, my question, no question. to you to two guys call. is, was,
3: yeah. do you have any idea how entertaining it was for the rest of us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, who won the last point of that match? And more importantly, I had to get into your head. So I was looking That's for ways you're... to to mastermind the situation a little bit, and just to see whatever would please me, but more importantly, it would upset you a little bit. I Cough mean, Coughing
2: between first and second well,
1: well serve. Obviously well, obviously, it's not... It's Bo- not Boris, b- don't
3: I recall you and I playing Wimbledon semis one year, and uh, on breakpoint, you coughed between my first and second serve I quite a bit. I don't remember that. And they gave me first serve? <laughs> yes, yeah, sure yeah, yeah, was that,
1: was that yeah. gave you the first serve? You yeah. see, then it backfired. So, yeah. depending on the opponent, and that that's what I like today a little bit, Th- That honest. was
3: one of the very few times
1: I liked the empires. Yeah. So is, is that is that you know nowadays I, I find it a bit too much just about tennis. It's sanitized, yep. it's I sanitized. Okay, yep, so yep. I have a question
0: for you. Did you ever think about or feel bad or intentionally throw more sawdust on the court? than was necess- n- necessary to dry your grip <laughs> because I you realize that ball kids had broomsticks yeah. in those days. I never because of you.
3: I d- that's great, <laughs> and uh, I never did it intentionally <coughs> except playing John. <laughs> except playing John, I played okay. John oh. one year. Yes, and, and I think it was over right here. around
2: the net. It was all and around the service he's line. He's
3: on the baseline. <laughs> he's on the baseline, getting ready to serve, yeah. and all of a sudden he calls the ball kid over. And the ball kid has to sweep it. And then he's finally ready. So I sodas out of my pocket and just toss it up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so it's intentional. Okay, I have a question. for. I have a question okay. for
2: Ivan. Do you recall a match we played way back? It was an exhibition uh, match in Barcelona. Uh, I was up 6-2, 5-0. And you were complaining the entire... By the way, the night before, I was sitting with Vince Van Patten and Andres Gomez. And we were kidding because obviously I didn't think this was going to happen. But we said... I, we all decided what score are we going to beat our opponent the next day. So I said, I'm going to beat Yvonne 6-2-6-2, right? And so I went out there. I got up 6-2-5-love. And during the match, you kept saying, oh, my, I forgot the wrist or elbow, some you were coming up with. You said, it's all messed up. I can't play anymore. I can't play. So I said, if you can't play, just walk up, forget it then, okay? But you continue to play. So I got up 5-0 and I decided, I said, you know something? I'm not going to absolutely throw four doubles in, but let him sort of just make hit a couple good shots, get to 5-2, because he was serving, and try to break him at 5-2, which I did. But all of a sudden – Did I win that the, match? The bottom line is <laughs> – that's why I'm bringing it to so you. Get the, you get a feel-good ending. You came back and won the match. Everyone no. was booing me. 2-6-7-5-6-0. <laughs> and and that's and you're, why – and and Now, you, my question is – your arm—it didn't hurt at all, right? And there was nothing no, wrong with I that. Had, that uh, was just all I a bunch of baloney, right?
3: I did have bad arm, but you're talking from both sides of your mouth. All of a sudden, you're saying I often I, do. Should, I should have let Mats win some games, and then it backfired on you when you did that. And why should I do that to
2: Max? It entertained the crowd, <laughs> and then it was entertaining. So, so I was furious. Okay, I got booed off. We went straight to Antwerp, which was where they had the that if you won the three yeah. times in five years that racket or whatever it was, was diamond racket. So oh. so we're playing, we're playing there again. So the same things happened. I remember that match. Now it was about uh, in those days the difference between first and second was I believe seventy or seventy-five thousand dollars, which at that time in 1982 or three, I forgot what year it was. It was a pretty big deal, right? So I said you you don't me this time, okay? Because I won the first set. And he's said, oh, my old uh, my boy can't play. And this whole bunch of baloney was coming. But this time, there was serious money. Like, So I'm going, you know, I'm putting my hand out. So Yvonne says to me, I'm going to play one more game. If I lose my serve, I'm quitting, right? I broke him the next game. He did not quit. And I ended up you losing the match. You never quit, John. No. You <laughs> never <Why did laughs> quit. So you were just... Was that gamesmanship, no, like Boris coffee No, no. I, uh,
3: I had bad <coughs> arm at that time. I could <coughs> not oh, hold on. for about six months Jesus the Christ racket properly after arm my arm serve. Uh, I was going numb in the little finger and half of the ring finger, which turned to be an ulnar nerve problem. Yeah. And I was very close to surgery, actually, in 82. And uh, I decided not to do it. And I got extremely lucky. I ran into, in an aerobics class, into a teacher. And he has helped me, gave me some exercises, and it went away. But uh, I had really serious Will elbow problem. you stop problem.
2: looking at him like what he's telling what the what truth? What was, what, <laughs> was what was the score of the match, <laughs> though, then? Jesus. You won the first set. I won I the last, last, the set I I won I last two I won two and two. I no, it was three that. and three. Okay. Uh, three uh, it was, I Guys, for the that's I, 35 years I ago. I served for the second. I lost it in a tiebreaker. I lost it because I knew I was doomed again. But it got better Is what during the match. Suddenly it got better, or I just started playing like a... Dumbass.
3: I don't know, but I remember that's one of the we talked about the zone yeah. the other day It was one of the very few matches where I did get in the zone and I thought I played really well the
1: last two sets there but I not that fantastic how passionate we all are still <laughs> oh, That's great after so <laughs> many years think about it. We have the shorts on now and the records And we'd be fiery like that on the court. Isn't that something we'd like to see more nowadays? Are
2: the rules too strict? I had a situation, can I ask Matt a a question before I answer what are the rules, of course the rules are too strict. In 1987 or 8 we were playing golf in in Monte Carlo and I was told by a trainer, I started working with a trainer, he said my hamstrings were too weak. Okay, so he said a good way of overcoming that was to walk backwards on the golf course. (laughs) Okay.
1: Matt, I saw that my question to Carlo, which is like Monte Carlo. My question,
2: my question to Matt is: What were you thinking when I was doing that, uh, about me as a human being and as a tennis player, when I started walking backwards on the golf course? You know what I was thinking is that um, he's really nuts. The first
0: time I saw you walk backwards was actually uh, in Nîmes when you played an exhibition on clay. Not sure if I've you, played played there. you played there. Beautiful. And we had decided before we played three out of five sets. And the player that got to two sets first wins the next set, or if it's two sets to one, you need win in four. We're not playing five sets. And you played a certain Henri Leconte, and somehow he didn't get the memo, so he won the fourth that can set, happen with and Henri. it was two sets that can all. Happen with Henri. And I'm sitting uh, in the hotel lobby, and in comes you. Walking backwards, and I said, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like what are you doing? The match must have affected John pretty badly pretty badly, and he said, "Well, <laughs> Henri just didn't realize that uh, we were not playing five sets, so I quit, I walked off, and I'm walking backwards, so I'm like, okay and then we played golf, <laughs> and then I realized that the first time I thought you were nuts now no now you, you knew sure. I he was is nuts, <laughs> and he is never going to be a threat again to, to win a slam, which Rarely. I didn't think, but well, that was the case. God. that no, was uh, the case. what? What, that that well, you didn't win another slam. Well, that's after true. Walk after walking backwards, you, you, you never you won another slam. you think when I walk backwards, <laughs> I was,
2: like, the guy's not totally gone He's tapioca? Lost
0: He's lost it for sure, definitely. Oh my um God.
2: All right. It's time so up. It's I got to go cry. So about those rules, John. Talk yeah, the about rules. The, rules. the rules. We want to talk
0: about the oh, rules. We'll okay. change. Two I said,
1: yes. it wouldn't it be better if we see these you know, young guys show their emotions a little bit be a bit more crazy like we were they're not even allowed to do so so my question was aren't the rules a bit too strict
0: daniel medvedev the
1: what he's well, done well, is well, funny well, it's cool. wasn't he criticized though yeah. wasn't he criticized to play with the crowd afterwards to be single i mean we were ten times well, that was like odd. that that was awesome
2: yeah, I that's thought. what yeah. i yeah. thought I mean, it takes a lot yeah. of guts to do what he did to the crowd after the match but and say isn't you know
1: that that's what we did and, and nowadays, these boys get
2: criticized for Leave me out it. of it. Leave me what out of it. Well, d- uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> about Ivan? Because yeah. he was he was better behaved than us, except for Mats. Uh, he well, was certainly well, the uh, second uh, best behaved. You
3: know, luckily for me, you, you and Jimmy were around, so I looked really good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that's a well, good point. That's, that's, yeah. that's point. Now, Kyrgios. Yeah. Look at Kyrgios. They're tr- begging. You know, They want him around because he brings something to the table. People want to see him. Yeah. Now, the only part that any of us have a problem with, I assume, forget the rules. I would have no uh, linesmen on the court at all. I would have the players call their own lines if you want to change a rule to make the sport interesting again with the challenge system. Like it. But Kyrgios doesn't try half the time. Yeah, well, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. We all want just people that go out and give. Medvedev, he's going out there giving it the effort. That's why we like it. In addition to that, you see some personality. A question for you,
0: Ivan. Um, how long or when do you think that the fans turned in your favor here at, in New York? Because clearly, in the beginning, when you played Jimmy and John, for obvious reasons, they were more rooting for him. But you made s- eight finals in a row, yep. seven. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point, the fans gave you the respect you deserve, just like somebody like Dani Medvedev is yeah. sort of experiencing. Wh- when I, did I you I never feel? thought about it. You never thought about
3: it, so you didn't really care at all. You just go and try to win. Okay. Uh, just like you were saying before, you go and try to win. If uh, if they're for you, you try to uh, win so you make them happy. And if they're against you, you try to win because you want to win. That's Because it. for yeah. so
1: long they were not on your side. Right. You just took it for granted.
3: You know, you come into into a country where the top two guys yeah. are home yeah. home guys. On top of that, John is from New York. You can't expect the fans to be for you.
1: Well, was no, it even was a, a a situation where? that motivated you more, a bit like we have today? Ab- with Absolutely,
3: I mean, you know, it's
0: it's like... You needed more motivation than trying to kick his butt?
3: Well, hmm. y- look at it this way. If you, let's say, you're in the semis, you're in the finals already, and the other two guys are playing, there is John yeah. and somebody who is ranked 15. Right. Well, I know I'm going to beat that guy ranked 15, right? Yeah. So I kind of want him to win, knowing it's probably not going to happen. But if you beat John, in the finals, it means that much more yeah. because he's number one or number two with r- in the world with you, and it means that much more.
1: And he's a New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how did you d- How did you deal with that, John? Because I'm sure you must have had situations where you are about to walk on a court, full stadium, and you don't quite know. Ooh, are they going to root for me or against me? Or uh, I think it was clear when he
3: played Davis Cup in Argentina that they're going <laughs> to be against him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that um, I loved uh, energy, whether it was good or bad, preferred it good, but I did seem to dwell on the people that were beginning on me, which yep. I yeah. found uh, infuriating yeah. just to, like, try to bring your level down. I mean, I don't care if people rooted against me as long as, it, like, if Yvonne hit a great shot, you're, like, too good. You're, you're pissed. You lost a point. But you can accept that and respect it, but you can't – you know, double fault. And then all of a sudden, this huge round of applause comes my way. So uh, yeah. I always had a difficult time mm. for some reason where I was born, which was Germany. They didn't seem to understand me too well there, Boris. Well, I don't well know why. Do you, give you, you a have any explanation? Fast enough. I c- uh, maybe that was that it. That was in West Berlin. In all you know, places, Wiesbaden. right? My father was in the yeah. air force, and uh, you close know, close to
1: my home in Heidelberg. We, we should have been uh, brothers. I'm mean, a bit older, but yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, so it's I not just too late. Maybe be, too, a tough late team on may be too late
3: now.
0: That's a tough team on Baltics. Well,
3: Germany used to play Davis
0: Cup on Baltics. Oh no, I played him a couple of times in Germany yeah. on Baltics. And you, for you, in terms of the crowd? Because you used the crowd in your advantage. I tried. Wherever. I was tried. there a place where um, they actually disliked
1: you? Uh, it was difficult here. Uh, really? Why? Well, because uh, the first couple of years it was difficult for me to feel comfortable here, to understand you know, the New York state of mind, understand the fascination of the night matches, you know, the, the, the fascination of supporting for an underdog. You know, ever since 17, I was never the underdog. So, not, you know, why don't you respect my performances? And like the other guy, that, that's not as good as me. So it took me a while for, for, um, for me to feel comfortable in New York.
2: When did you decide, Ivan, uh, that you were going to go to Australia like a month early and, uh, you know, decide to make that an important part of your schedule? Because when we came up, uh, Australia wasn't considered at the same level as the other majors. And I think you, as much as anyone else, changed the thought process of like, hey, you know, you win this, it's the same as you win Wimbledon in the U.S. Open.
3: Well, it's not quite the same, but uh, in the total it counts the same.
2: Yeah, well, that's what uh, I mean, yeah.
3: I, I don't know, I just... I had a lot of respect for all the Grand Slams, uh, a lot of respect for Australian tennis, even though Tony Roach wasn't coaching me then yet. And I gained even more respect after he started coaching me. And uh, we were talking about, uh, I don't know, was it with you or with someone else? No, someone else. Best day of my tennis career was in 1990. I decided not to play the French. And from Key Biscayne week later, I went to Australia. And uh, I spent six weeks in Australia, Practicing on grass and my coach Tony Roach says to me one day, you know, you need to play some matches I go. Yeah, of course. I do but how we do it. I get a couple friends They put up temporary stands Saturday. I come there. There is 2000 local people watching and who shows up Ken Rosewall So I play a pro set with Ken Rosewall then I play a pro set with John Newcomb and then I play another pro set with Tony Roach Mm -hmm. And having the respect for the Australian tennis <laughs> and Harry Hopman, who you knew, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the tennis school and so on and so on, that's one of the nicest memories I, I have from tennis.
2: How did you do at Wimbledon that year?
3: I lost in the semis to Stefan. I played th- that's the year I beat you at Queens, both
1: of you.
2: And you had, you had, a, different you had, a, different had a different record. I had a little bigger <laughs> record. So, so bigger there record. you go.
3: Actually, there is a funny part <laughs> to that God. one. I, I Funny for
2: one of us. So. Both
3: no, of them no, on you, grass you the same week. God. Same week, back to back. I, I, I mean, it was the best one week. for it us, baseliners. It was, yeah. it was yes. bad. I'm playing John. I beat him 6-2, six 6-4. Six and somewhere in the second set, on grass on grass at Queens, somewhere in the second set, second serve to my back and on the ad court, I hit it hard down the line, come in and put a volley away. And John just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I'm not laughing now. <laughs> well, you should be. It was yeah, funny. I guess it was a while ago, so I can, uh, maybe I can laugh about it. That's got to feel good, hey? yeah. beating
0: them on grass. That, yeah. that, was,
3: uh, that was the best I played. I got that idea, actually, from uh, the year before, uh, where I lost to uh, Michael Chang early at the French. Yes. And we had only two weeks between French and Wimbledon. And I lost to Boris in the semis that year. Yeah. But because of that extra week, that was the best, uh, those two years were the best grass court tennis I played. Mm-hmm. Because of that extra week. So Rochi and I thought about it and we said, let's go and skip the entire clay court season and start practicing on grass. And I came to Australia for six weeks and we we worked Mm. really hard and uh, it paid off at Queen's. Unfortunately, Stefan played an unbelievable match against me in the semis of uh, Wimbledon. But uh, the
1: kicker on your back end is that. He he did everything (laughs) well that day. He beat you in the finals that day, that year.
3: He was rough. Yeah. In uh,
1: <laughs> five sets, I remember now, five sets, I Three think.
3: sets, five sets, it's still yeah, five sets. It's Still doesn't over, really it matter. doesn't <laughs> really matter. <laughs> doesn't Just really matter. Three, <laughs> to me. three uh, sets, Boris, three sets is actually a lot better because it's over
1: faster. No, no, but uh, <laughs> I... It's, <laughs> it's not uh, that five painful. Five sets <laughs> 1990, <to> <laughs> <90, laughs> <90, laughs> yes. I would a break up in the fifth set even. <laughs> uh, I, d- I wouldn't So far, this conversation was what good. What happened then?
2: <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: um We're going to let you guys, you guys have things to do, but we're going to have one one more question. Boris, there's a very, very famous situation here. This is. Uh, the story that I've heard Uh, that two genius agents uh, of two great players in the late 70s, early 80s thought it would be a really good idea if Mr. Left-Handed from Douglaston, New York traveled in the same car as this Czechoslovakian player from Ostrava and so they got to get to know one another. Do you guys remember that trip? I remember I it. Okay, did yeah. you find something out? Did you get to know one another? I mean, no, did you become was, friends uh, no. after that? That was a little, that was <laughs> little <laughs> different.
3: We were stuck somewhere, going somewhere. <laughs> we were in like Luxembourg Yeah, or Luxembourg yeah. going to Antwerp. Yeah. And I had a car and John had no way of getting there. Okay, did coach, you offer? And my coach at that time was Wojtek Fibak, and he said, hey, you know, can you take John with you? And uh, I said, sure, if he doesn't mind me driving my own way.
2: 110 uh, <laughs> miles an hour, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so my father was in the car, and John was in the back, and uh, my goal was actually to drive so fast that John doesn't talk. <laughs> it worked. It
2: worked? Really? Yeah.
3: Well, no, America no, we, we well, you
2: know, Wojtek and I had a mutual, uh, <coughs> we both loved art, so we did have that in common, So, but but Ivan wasn't a big art guy. Um, then. So, but he was a big politics guy, so we had a very... Nice discussion about politics way back at that point. Now, we should consider, Yvonne. I don't know if you got it in here. We should maybe, I know this is crazy me even to say this. We should think about taking a, you know, not quite as long as that. That was like three, three and a half hours. But maybe now we can catch up on our political views and go play a little golf. And maybe we can ask uh, Mats the, to come along the, as well. What do you think?
3: Well, are you a good caddy? <laughs> <laughs> I get Matt and you get Boris. However, Boris, the way he walks, you may get slow play penalty. Huh? We'll at let him
1: moment, on the At caddy. the <laughs> moment, I'd rather take the carton.
3: <laughs> but when you play golf, you're supposed to focus on golf, nothing else.
2: Well, we'll just talk about politics on the way, and then we'll get there and we'll focus <laughs> on golf, okay? Uh, I'm Think about
3: I'm it. I'm up for the golf. I want to improve my record against you. Well, golf. your record's 1-0. It's O and O in golf, isn't uh, it?
2: Didn't we go on in the Greenbrier once? We played like nine holes, and uh, the gr- there was that event in Greenbrier. I remember playing. I think I, I was four up after six, and then uh, you said you were a one handicap. I was like, who the hell? is This guy's a one handicap. Give me a break. I
3: don't remember playing <laughs> with you, but that's <laughs> all right. Of course you don't, because I kicked you your ass. You don't remember lost That's all got. Yeah.
0: Guys, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Hope Thanks you guys for having enjoyed us. It.